let's look at where you want to go. So if right now you're not 100% satisfied and happy, content with where you are, let's see you have aspirations to make changes in your life for places you want to be, things you want to do, people you want to meet, names you want to take, you know, all those things. Those changes are going to come about by shifting the priority of your needs. So what things have to change priority-wise in order for you to reach your goal? What is up, Fit Farm fam? Welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. My name is Dr. Adam Martin. I am a practicing pharmacist, nutrition consultant, author, and lover of living life to the fullest. Each episode on the podcast, I will dispense to you an innovator and expert in the world of healthcare so they can share their story, their struggles, and best practice tips to empower you to nail your nutrition, master your mindset, fit in fitness, and take your level of impact to the next level with simple solutions for how to live with passion and purpose. Thank you for spending your time with me today. Now let's discuss how to dispense your full potential. Have you ever said, I need this? But then in a similar situation said, I want this. What's the difference between having a want and a need? And is there such a thing as a need? The answer is yes. With human beings, that's you, me, and everyone else, there are six essential needs we all have. And that's what we're going to be focusing on today with today's Mindset Mastery podcast segment of the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. I'm joined today again with my co-host, Alex Liu, who will be leading the discussion, going through each of these six needs that we have, how they apply to your life, and how it affects the decisions we all make in conducting ourselves with how we live and what we're looking to do. Like you said, Adam, so the six human needs, once we know what the six are, we can gain a certain awareness of you know, which one is my top priority right now. And, you know, which one is my second? And also, by interacting with other people, we know we're kind of trying to find out what their needs are. And then, you know, building a relationship, enhanced relationship, you can, you know, feel their needs, you know, feel their needs once you know what them are. Exactly. Instead, of, instead of just guessing and then you think they want this, but instead, you know, why, why they are not happy, you know, with the friends or family or, or spouse, why they're not happy because we're not feeling their needs. So this is a really interesting episode. Not only can we can learn about our needs and gain our awareness, we can also um, learn about other people's needs and wants. Absolutely. And I think you hit it right on the head. It comes to awareness. So first knowing what the six needs are, but he also touched on a really important point that there are six human needs that we all have. They're all the same. However, what differs, what changes someone, their identity, their actions, what dictates what they do first is the priority that they place on those six needs. So while there are the same six for every mm. single person, the priority or listing of importance of each of those differ from person to person. And that is what dictates how we interact, what we do. And also what he touched on a third important point is how to communicate effectively by addressing the other person's needs as they are prioritized by them. Exactly, Adam. So. I guess ready to uh, go through the six human needs? Let's do it. Let's do it. So the first one is the need for certainty. Oh, this is me. 
Absolutely. <laughs> I got to know. I got to know. I'm type A. My name even starts with A. Like, I have to know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adam, what, for like a, a main need of certainty, what, what does that like certainty? So, what does that mean? So, certainty, it means like you know what's going to happen. So, uh, how this can manifest if this is one of your top needs would be if you're very structured, if you have a schedule, um, if you like to do things in a similar manner. Um, so like for me, this is my number one need certainty as a person. Mm. So I like to have a schedule, a structure. So for days that I work at club pharmacy, I have a structure of, you know, what I'm, what I do, what my roles, responsibilities are, um, when I'm going to fit my workout in. If I work in the morning, is it going to be in the evening? If I work in the evening, is it going to be in the morning? Um, how I set things up. Um, cause I, I cram a lot in my day. I uh, work full time. I also run a business full time and I also do fun things like this with my friends. So having that structure, that certainty of when things are going to fit gives me that clarity so that I can know that it's going to fall in control and allow me to do this or that, uh, and just kind of know, um, how things are going to play out. So as a person that values certainty, what do you hate the most? Uh, what I hate the most is too much. So that's something that I learned years ago is being too certain, having too much structure leads to uh, an actual psychological phenomenon known as huh. black and white thinking, which really affects uh, people in the, the diet and nutrition space, which is where I specialize. So wow. when you're trying to perform a goal or achieve a goal, an outcome that you're looking to do, um, having that it's this way or that way approach uh, can be really detrimental to achieving what you're setting out to do. Um, and this is something that I struggled with for years because there's so much structure. Mm. If it didn't play out that way, um, looking at happiness, it actually led to unhappiness because the the only re real reason for being unhappy is when your expectations are not met. If you simplify mm. unhappiness to its basic level, that's what it is. It's when your expectations aren't met. That's the root of unhappiness. So if you have such structure and need certainty to such a high degree, you have expectations of this happening in this order, in this True. way, just being really regimented. Uh, if that doesn't happen because, you know, life, things happen that aren't expected, um, that's going to lead to unhappiness. And that's a really terrible way to live to that degree. Um, so it it's not bad, but having an awareness of that and seeing the implications it can have positive and minus can help you keep that in perspective with the other needs. The first one we talked on certainty, but God had a sense of humor. So the second need is it is uncertainty. So wait, we have certainty and uncertainty. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Interesting. So, so I am the person I actually, I value uncertainty more than certainty. Whoa. So um, spontaneous. Yeah. Being spontaneous and uh, being flexible and so uncertainty likes adventures. So uh, I have like a, my, one of my aunts. So she's like such a, a pure uncertainty person. So when she was young, she would, uh, you know, have a map in front of her, right? She loves to travel and she would close her eyes and pick a place you want to go. And then once her fingers are on that plate, she'll go there, travel there. That's my sister. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. So um, uncertainty is like, you know, I, they, they love adventures, right? Uh, you know, me, I love adventures and, uh, you know, just like kind of like, uh, in the opposite of uncertainty, um, opposite of certainty, like uncertainty people don't know what they want to do next. Mm -hmm. They want to be spontaneous in the moment 
and being like you know enjoying life at the, as right now as what it is and yes. uh, you know there's a also a drawback if the uncertainty is too much with because we can't live life without any planning and uh, um, I was just talking about this guy um, uh, Eckhart Tolle yes and he's talking about you know have a plan is good but um, try not to leave like you know lost in the plan and then just lost in the future as we mentioned earlier you know, expectations. If you lost the drawing the expectations, that of course leads to uh, unhappiness. Yes. So it is a really, really important to to know which one is uh, you value the most and how to balance that. Yes. And- balance is such a key. So these are, they seem to be opposing forces, but we all have them. So it, it's not one or the other. It's not black and white. It's a balance, but the balance, the proportion of each, that that differs between person and person. Uh, mm. An example would be watching a movie, okay? Renting a movie. So let's say Redbox or Netflix. All of us have done this. You've seen a title that you you wanted to watch. So like a movie title that you wanted to watch but you've never seen before. So that's adventurous. That's uncertain because you don't know what's mm. going to happen. You haven't seen it. We all have had that interaction of watching a movie we haven't seen. On the same token, though, how many times have you watched the same <laughs> movie, right? You've already seen it. You know what's going to happen. But you enjoy it. You want to see it. Every Christmas, let's say, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay? So that's something that you've seen over and over and over again how many times, but you still want it. You know what's going to happen. You have that sense of certainty, but you want to explore it. So two sides of the same coin, uh, we both do them, but it's just the proportion of which that determines the priority of which of those two needs are. Yes. Uh I really like that analogy. I'm probably going to use this somewhere else. Let's <laughs> <laughs> pull that out. Yeah, yeah that's really cool. Um, so coming to like, so this is a two opposite, right? And then the, the next pair is also very interesting. Mm-hmm. So the next one, uh, the third human needs, the third primal human needs is uh, the need for significance. Mm. And it is very interesting because um, Dale Carnegie also read in his book, that this is actually like in his uh, you know philosophy is really like the value for like being important, right? As Tony Robbins said, being significant. So these two are really similar. Just um, it's uh, it's about me, right? It's about our yes. ego. It's about like look at me. I'm 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 cool. I'm good. I'm I'm doing. I'm me. great. Yeah, look I'm great. Me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Look at me. Look at us. And actually, like that, like uh, you know, mm, a while a long time ago, I actually this is my number one number one like you know um neat neat and then i was wondering why i'm not happy all the time <laughs> <laughs> no one knows my name <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and uh and it really clicked me when i went to a tony robbins seminar and he said if you put significance in your number one need you won't be happy mm. just that because um it's not about us all the time right yes. we gotta we gotta give we gotta you know no we're not all, always on the spotlight and uh, if we are and we have that huge ego, well, people will re- respond to that really negatively because, you know, we are connected. We're all in this together. Yes. And thus, these are to the next human need, which is? Connection. And I look at your note and I saw that uh, you want to uh, work on connection a lot. Can you, can you explain why? Yeah. So the community of the fit pharmacist has been such a, a value for me, um, meeting other people that have so much to offer and also on the same token, have so much to learn and want to. Um, so that's just why connection is so important. 
uh, through the fit pharmacist, through the connections that I've built. That's probably like the number one reason why I love my business and doing what I do um, is it's meeting like-minded people, but that doesn't mean they're all the same. They kind of have different perspectives. So I've got um, people that I've met through the business uh, who are, you know, light years ahead of where I am and where I want to be. So I have things to learn from them. Okay. At the same time, I have people that are, have thought about fitness, not just physical fitness, but mental fitness, what we're talking about here with mindset or, and or nutrition. Um, they've thought about it, but they haven't started yet. They don't know where to start, but they, they're looking for a mentor or a guide to get them there. Mm. Um, then you've got other people that are, you know, about where I am with my, where I'm, where I'm at. Um, so we have that connection to, to learn from people that are higher, people that are starting and we can serve as a guide. And then people that we have camaraderie with um, who are on our level and we can resonate with because they're right where we are. So the, all those levels of connection are really awesome because they fill a lot of needs. You get to teach someone so you feel significant. You get to mm. learn from someone so you have a guide. But then you have camaraderie and connection wow. uh, with those people there. And, and it just keeps growing. And there's not a, an importance on on any of those three levels but that's what's so great about the community is every it's not just me with those perspectives, but other people. I see people um, in the fit of pharmacists who are interacting with others saying, oh, I understand your struggle. I, I had that, too, like a year ago. Here's what I did to overcome it. Um, every Friday, I feature a pharmacist or pharmacy student on Fit Pharmacist Friday feature um, who tells their story of whether it was overcoming an eating disorder um, or self-image or just self-love and how they overcame that, their journey, some of them are still in that process. So sharing that allows other people to see, allows them to learn from it, resonate with or help and reach out and teach them. And just seeing that interaction, uh, that camaraderie is really special. So that whole community wow. aspect is really what, what drives me to, to do what I do. So that level of connection is important. <laughs> Getting back to the root question. Yeah. So it's really interesting because significance is, is about me. It's about I. And then like the connection is about you. As you said earlier, it's about community. It's about how we can empathize with each other, how we can connect with each other on a deeper level by yeah. sharing our vulnerabilities, by yeah. sharing our struggles. And that we form a, such a stronger bound. It's like almost, it's unbreakable. Yes. Right. And that's a... Uh, it's a really beautiful experience to have. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we talk about, because uh, I remember when, when I go to the seminar and Tony Robbins said, um, you know, the need for love and connection is such a strong human need um, because um, he used the example of like when the horse is born, you know, when the you know, animal, other animals are born, they don't need um, their parents to love them. They're, you know, the, the, the horse mom to love them. They can, they can run already. But, for us human, if the baby is not loved when, when they are just born, like maybe you, we have nurse, you know, audience and listening, like baby will literally die yes. without love. And that's how important for us, for us, you know, love and connection for our human, that means to, for us, it means to surviving, survival. Yes. And the, this is like why, like we say in this, um, the first four is the first four is primal human needs. So... This is like, we, we have to have this as a human. So need for certainty, need for a, a, a set of schedule, a, a planning of some vision and, uh, you know, st stability. Mm -hmm. And then uncertainty, you know, it's uh, exploration, it's variety, trying new different things and, uh, you know, just being spontaneous, being flexible. And, uh, and then when it goes to significance, we need attention from other people. We, 
we need to be seen, the 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 urge to be seen, the need to be seen, and the need to feel important、mm-hmm. in a group, and then we goes to connection. You know, the feeling of、um, this is not only me, and then it's about you, yes, about us, and the feeling of the connection and feeling of love and connection, and then we can goes to the other two, which is、uh, more of a spiritual side and more of the、uh, goes to the fulfillment side of the, the things.、Mm-hmm. So the fifth one, Adam, what is it? The fifth growth, which is what we talk about here, is having a growth mindset. So mindset mastery, always looking to improve and grow.、Um, if you guys would like a great book recommendation, because that's actually what brought Alex and I together, is talking about books. Yeah,、um, it's by <laughs> a、uh, research Carol Dweck. It's called Mindset, appropriate、huh. for this podcast. Um, but she talks about the two mindset options that you have: the growth mindset or the fixed mindset. So you can look at those as the fixed mindset, the belief that you know I was born this way, this is how I am, this is who I am. I can't change it.、Um, I'll just deal with what I have. Like I can't you know go up or down. Like this is how things are. That's a fixed mindset. The growth mindset is this is the hand I was dealt. But if I don't like it, I can change it. I might have to work harder than other people.、Mm. It might take longer. It might be painful, but I can do it. That's the growth mindset. I can achieve whatever I set out to, and that's this need: is the need for growth, the need to improve yourself, and to aspire to be that one percent better each day that I talk about all the time. And why, like, why is that like such an important human need to have? Because if you're not growing, you're dying. If literally that is exactly what it is. Yes. If you're not growing, you're dying, and you feel that way.、Um, I actually came into this feeling、uh, not too long ago, where I was not growing, or I didn't feel like I was growing, and I started wondering, like, why am I feeling like depressed and sad and you know, just、yeah. low feelings? And it's because I didn't put as much time into growing, learning, and that is what happened. So then I just changed, and now I. Uh, focus on growing、uh, my my skill set and my relationships with、hmm. other people and you know connection and、uh, the value I bring to them and that helps me feel alive. Process equals to happiness. Yes. yes. Amen. So that's the fifth one is growth. Yeah, growth. I don't have time to work out. Eating healthy is not possible as a pharmacist. There's so many things to juggle. I just feel so stressed out. I can barely even keep it together. Guys, if this is you, I totally understand. I have been practicing pharmacist full time for over seven years. I've been through the hurdles, living through the trenches, and through my time with that, have developed simple solutions to help empower you to not only fit in fitness, but nail your nutrition and master your mindset, empowering you to lead by example through living a healthy lifestyle. I put all these solutions in an easy to read, applicable, and simple guide for you to read. In my new book, RxU: The Pharmacist's Guide for Managing Stress and Fitting in Fitness. If you haven't gotten your copy, check the show notes for a link so that you can get yours today and get started to dispense your full potential. That leads us to our last need, the sixth need, which is it is called contribution.、Mm. This one gives me goosebumps when I'm even saying it because it is such a powerful. Human need, and you know, talking about like mother, right? They will do everything for their children, and、uh, you know, need for needs to contribute to something bigger. 
than us.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, you know, if you are fighting for yourself, and then versus if you are fighting for, let's say, the community, if you are doing the things, taking action for your country, for humanity,、mm-hmm. it just you have the different like sense of power, like、sense、strength, purpose, purpose. And the bigger it is, the more powerful you're gonna get.、Mm-hmm. Because if you're just fighting for yourself, there's gonna be a time you don't feel like you know doing going waking up every day. There's gonna be a time you feel,、um, you know,、uh, it's just there's no point if it's just doing this nine to five thing and just doing to fill my need. And what about other people? I and, think、uh, the best example for that is parenting. So、yes. let's say、uh, you're a mom or a dad. You've got some kids. Um, let's say you're just a single guy, okay, and you go to work and you you make money. And you're like, oh, you know, just going through the motions. You know, I have to eat to survive. I might as well make money. You don't think much of it.、Mm. But if there are people depending on your income, you have kids, you have a wife. Maybe she's not working, or you know, something's going on.、Uh, you're not just making money or working for you. You're you have people depending on you. You're contributing to your family so that they can eat, so they can go to college, yeah, yeah. so they can go and have clothes, so they can go and have experiences with their friends. So contributing, I think, really comes down to parenting as the archetype example or embodiment of that that sixth need. Yeah, like、um, sometimes, like, do you feel or your audience audience listening? Like, do you guys feel like sometimes that you are willing to do so much more for other people than you are for yourself? Yeah, I, I mean, as a pharmacist. Uh, the things that you guys do in club pharmacy are probably blow your mind because you're doing it for other people. You're doing it for your patients,、mm. for your techs,、uh, maybe if you're a coworker、uh, for for your pharmacy. But would you do those same things? It was if it was just you. You took your techs out of the picture. You took your patients out of the picture. No, you wouldn't. Like it wouldn't happen. But if you like look back on the day of craziness, especially if it was like a Monday, you're running around, you got your ten thousand steps without even going to the gym because you're just hustling all day, you know, doing thirty things at once: doctor calls, drive through, drop off, counseling,、uh, trying to calm down the person yelling at you, pick up all that stuff.、Uh, yeah. But you're doing it for other people. You're doing it for the patients. You're doing it for your techs to keep your team together. You're leading by example. All of those things contributing to the pharmacy to keep it going. As pharmacists, we're leaders to really set the stage and to lead our team through that whole endeavor.、Uh, so that's really the the, the contribution in in action there. That's it's really beautiful. Hats off for、uh, for you guys. It's thank you. Yeah, it's <laughs> their、uh, significance <laughs> <yeah> . and certainty because you're pharmacist. Uh, uncertainty because pharmacy changes all the time, and you never know what story is going to come in.、Um, connection because you're trying to get that relationship with patients.、Um, growth because you know there's a new drug that comes out every hour, a new one that gets recalled all the time. So there's always learning. There's always things to you know learn from, not just in pharmacy but other healthcare professions that you interact with. And then there's the contribution factor that we just touched on.、Um, so all those needs for me are met through being a pharmacist. Uh, which is why I'm one reason I'm so passionate about it. All my needs are met from that, so that's one reason why I'm just all about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then you talk about growth too, like, like how beautiful is that? Like, you want to get better yourself, and you want to share what you learn with other people. Yeah, that's, like, that's yeah. where this podcast came from. Because I was like, oh, this is great knowledge. Like, I feel like I'm growing, and and I think other people could benefit from it. So I like to talk. I mean. At work, I gum flap for 13 hours and give my text <laughs> migraines. I might as well, you know, provide value. It's something I do anyway. So let me ask you this, Adam: Do you feel like、um, 
uh, you have lots of energy when you do like podcasts, when you are serving, when you are working in the pharmacy. Oh no, I'm very low energy. <laughs> really? No, no, no I'm high, high all, all. People always ask me like, "What do I take? What am I on? What's my deal?" All the time, like this is. Me. I actually asked them that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, th- this is me. Um, it's just very high energy because I'm doing what I love. It fulfills my needs. It juices mm. me. It gets me fired up because I know that I'm meeting all these needs. I know that I'm helping other people. My biggest need is connection. Um, with other people, and that's through helping them achieve their need and be the best version of themselves, which is where the Fit Pharmacist business came from, mm-hmm. is seeing that potential for all of us in the profession to bring our best selves so that we can deliver it to our patients. And that impact can really just extend beyond what our own limits are. Wow. Um, so that whole wow. premise is is why I do what I do and why I get so fired up all the time. I swear I don't do cocaine or snort <laughs> coffee all day. And this is just me. Like, it, that's it. It's just I do what I love and it's just a real big enjoyment. Yeah. So, guys, if you're listening, like, I don't have brought up a really good point and I want everyone to 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 um to really give more thought on this. So if you feel like um maybe you are really fit yourself, you know, you have you are healthy, have a healthy body. And you just feel like sometimes you don't have that drive, right? And uh, in you know, besides them, you know, you need to find something fighting for yourself. And then on top of that, try to f- find someone else to fight for, mm-hmm. right? Maybe it's for your community. Maybe it's just for family, right? Maybe it's your kids or um, your your loved ones. Yeah. And then once you find that person to fight for, you will you find yourself you have unlimited power, like you are yes. unstoppable. That's just like how we are wired. Mm-hmm. And this is the one thing like makes us human special because we, like we mentioned earlier, we'll just, we will some a lot of times we'll do so much more now for other people than we do to ourselves. That's so true. Yeah. It's so true. Um, that's why, cause you know, I, I work full time, but before I go to work, I get up. So, uh, my friend and colleague, Richard Waith has this, uh, work style called 10 to two hashtag 10 to two, where he would work in the pharmacy and he would get, get home. And he changed his lifestyle from just watching Netflix and, and chilling to doing his passion project from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Now, for me, as, as a bodybuilder, I need a lot of sleep for my body to recover. And that's just how I found um, how I function best is with sleep from like 11 to 5. Mm. So what I do is I work 5 to 7. So I get up two hours before I need to leave for work. I work on my passion project before, and then when I get home from work, I put another two hours in. So that's my four hours of passion project time. But I wouldn't do that if it wasn't for the benefit of other people, if I didn't have that driving force to help other people get better. And that's why and how I come up with like articles, podcasts, videos, all that stuff. And it's all value for problems that I faced or I see other people facing that is getting in the way of fulfilling their full potential, be that, um, you know, how to eat healthy on a budget or how to fit in fitness when you're working crazy hours or how to avoid common mistakes in pharmacy. If you're a new um, pharmacist, you just graduated school. Um, things that I see keep coming up that are problems or obstacles. And I give these simple solutions so that you don't have to go through the crap that I went through to, <laughs> to see the solution. Um, that's why I do it because I see the value. I see it can help people. I have the potential and I, I feel the responsibility to do it. Um, and I, I use that voice to share it. So that's why that passion is there. Just as you says, it's it's a sense of contribution to help others. Um, and it's it's more than me. It's not about me at all. It's about 
helping others. So for that reason, that's why I find or have the energy to do this and that um, and, and put in the time. But it, it really comes down to, you know, why? So why are you doing what mm-hmm. you're doing? Yeah. Or if, or if you say you want to do one thing, but you don't follow through with it, really come back to why, like, what's the intention there? And you really have to be honest with yourself. You might say one thing, but what's the real underlying reason behind that? And, th- and having that clarity will give you the power to follow through to the end to see that through. That's right. And, uh, you know, this is like, okay, so we talk about um, our six human needs, right? And mm-hmm. then we talk about the order. And uh, let's do a little bit final exercise. Okay. And for people that are listening, right? I like exercise. Yeah, I feel like exercise. <laughs> and uh, so if you're listening, maybe, maybe you have a notebook with you. Maybe uh, you are driving. It's okay. If you're driving, just do it on your mind. So, we, we talk about the six human needs, certainty, uncertainty, significance, connection, and then growth and contribution. So which one you value, currently value the most? Which of those just jump out at you and you say, that's me? Mm, yeah. And then the, 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 the question is, so what are the consequences mm. of valuing those principles? I don't can give like an example. So you number one and then yeah. So so for me, when I first heard these six human needs, I immediately said, "Oh, certainty. No, it's very certain (laughs) to me that that's it." (laughs) So there's consequences, like I talked about. So there's positives and minuses to having each one as a priority. The first is you have that clarity, so you have a plan. Because you know when you want to achieve a goal, you it's very. Um, advantageous to set out a plan of action to get there. That's certainty. You know the steps in order to get to where you want to go. That's a plus. The minus is if you put too much emphasis on that, it's going to make you so rigid that you can't function as a human being because life happens and things come up unexpected. And if, again, we said the root of unhappiness is when your expectations aren't met. So if you have that expectation of having you know a b c one two three this color that color it's gonna create unhappiness and you're gonna feel out of control and it's just gonna be chaos yeah yeah that's a actually that's a perfect example so a lot of times you know uh, all those needs are like really like good if you we use the in extent and Mm -hmm. then um just by realizing that like how um by doing like you know too much of certainty can be bad and then, so in this exercise, so people like, you know, if you're listening, try to think of like the one of your, your most valuable human need and what's the consequence for that. And uh, so once you, you know, maybe you take, can pause and take a notes. And the next one is, so what do your uh, top two needs need to be now in order for your life to transform? So you, you might've heard these and you thought, you know, this is where they've been just looking at how you conduct your life, um, actions that you've taken and what you've prioritized, but let's look at where you want to go. So if right now you're not 100% satisfied and happy, content mm-hmm. with where you are, let's see you have aspirations to make changes in your life for th- places you want to be, things you want to do, mm-hmm. people you want to meet, names you want to take, you know, all those things, those changes are going to come about by shifting the priority of your needs. So what things have to change priority wise in order for you to reach your goal? So let's say that you want to have a huge impact. You want what you're doing, your your life purpose that you feel you want to really reach a lot of people. But right now, looking at how you conduct yourself, you see that significance is your top Mm. priority. 
that's not really going to help people if you want the attention all the time. Me, 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 look at me, look what I did, all these awards, blah, blah, blah. What you should do is look at how can I change the priority so that connection and contribution are top of my list? Because if you want to make an impact, it's all about serving others, right? So if it's all about you, how is that going to happen? So that's just one example yeah. of shifting. So you'll want to make connections. So you want to relate with people because when you relate with them, they'll trust you and listen to you. And that will lead to impact contribution value. How can you help these people you're looking to impact? How can you improve their lives, their situation, make things easier for them? So contribution that needs to be higher in your priority list. Mm -hmm. So just a couple shifts you can make if that's your goal. So it's really taking stock of where you are now based on you know, how you're conducting your life. And if you're looking to make a change with a, you know, achievement or goal or career, or whatever that is, looking at, you know, what's the outcome I want and what needs have to be met in order for that to happen. So the example I used was impact. If you want to impact others, yeah, you have yeah. to put them first. So connection and contribution would mm -hmm. be, should be at the top of the, your priority list. Yep. So uh, you can uh, pause the, the, the audio now, or if you already got an answer, that would be uh, awesome. So the next uh, activity, um, the final one is to visualize that. Yes. So think about if you, uh, for, like your example, um, if you are um, shifting from significance to contribution, how would that transform your life? Mm. Like what, what's the outcome of you doing that? Interesting. So if I was prioritizing significance ahead of contribution. Mm. But going back to my example, I wanted my goal to be impact. Mm. I would shift that to contribution before significance. So giving the spotlight to other people rather than myself. So I am a servant to others, helping them, guiding them along the way. Um, so I want that spotlight to be on the person I'm serving. Right. So I want them to be in the glory and, and, and getting all the recognition. Whereas I'm just helping them along the way. I give them the tools. They're the ones that put the work in. They're the ones that take the actions to get them to the result. But I'm just helping them. I'm not the one that did it. I didn't do this for you. I didn't give you this outcome. So having that shift in perspective um, and putting the need of contribution of connecting with their goal mm -hmm. ahead of your own significance, being selfless um, and being a guide more as, uh, you know, a I don't know, celebrity, I guess you could say. Mm. Um, that's one way to, to make that happen. It's true. And uh, actually, yeah, this example, like this is actually what I wrote when I attended the seminar, is like I mentioned earlier, uh, significance is actually my, it was on my top list. It's like number one. And uh, I and when when I wrote down, is you know, I wrote down contribution and connection. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been focusing on that lately and just see so much change. Because once I shift the focus from me, 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 and wondering why I'm not happy all the time, because I have so much expectations of um, the attention I get from people, mm. and then change that to you, 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 how can I serve you? How can I, how can we make connections? How can we connect with each other? And once I shift that mind, not only uh, makes me happier, it does um, make me connect with people really well because I'm, when I'm talking with people, not not it's not I'm talking about myself all the time. I'm asking them questions. I'm curious to find them out, find out about them. And once just like that simple activity um, I did from the seminar and it really changed the quality of my life. Mm. So I encourage everyone listening that um, just think about what uh, was your human needs or right now what you're wanting the most and then what's the, you know, the consequence for that. And then try to think of something, um, 
change that to uh, something that will benefit your future, would benefit your now. So this is the factivity. I think it's great. <laughs> it's it's really good to you know we, we talk a lot. It's good to hear these things, but to really pause and and, and analyze and take stock of where you are and where you want to go, and just put put with the the knowledge nuggets that we, we've dropped here. I guess you could say, <laughs> um, and really see like, how do these fit my life? How can these help me? Um, taking a step back and just thinking about where you are, where you're looking to go, that can really be an asset to your journey, uh, which is why we're doing this is to give you those tools to help you along the way. Uh, we don't do anything. It, it's all the action that you take. Mm. Um, so it, it's really just using those and, and seeing how can these things be applied and put into action. Action is what's really going to make the difference in the outcome. Yes, yes. Any final thoughts on the six needs? That's it for me. Well, it's okay to be needy because we all have six of them. <laughs> so uh, I hope you guys found value in this. It really is um, an amazing concept. When I first heard it, it, it really shifted my outlook, not only on my own life, but on people in my life. It helps you to understand why they do things. Um, in a previous episode, we talked about pain and pleasure, but also like what people do in, in order of importance. So like someone that always works out all the time um, versus someone that skips workouts very frequently, there's a difference in priority there. Um, we They all work out, but you know, or some people might not even. So it really helps to paint the picture of, of why people do things in the order that they do, understanding that we all have the same needs but how we prioritize them. That really determines the outcome of our life, how we live it, and where we're looking to go. If you want to go in a different direction, just looking at what changes you need to make in your priority of the needs we all have. So that's it for today's segment of the Mindset Mastery podcast of the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to live your best life and dispense your full potential. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Fit Farm fam. Until next time, I am out of here. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the show. If you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. Your time is invaluable, and I sincerely appreciate you sharing it here. Most importantly, hit that subscribe button so you get a fresh new podcast episode every single week. Also, please leave a rating and review for the show. I sincerely hope that you got at least one golden nugget of knowledge from this episode. If you did, please share this with one person who you can help dispense their full potential. That is how this community will grow organically. I don't ask for anything in return, so thank you for your action of support. This is Dr. Adam Martin with the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Be great and dispense your full potential. 